0: Welcome to another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Marco, with my lovely co host, Jessica. How's it going, Jessica? It's
1: fantastic.
0: No, it's not, but.
1: Yeah, it is. I had a great day today, so I actually am fantastic. But... Good
0: for you. I had a lousy day today.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> I mean, it just was. I spent almost all in front of the computer thinking, I want to go for a run. I want to go for a bike ride. I want to mow the lawn, even I want just to anything. Mow the lawn. Nope, <laughs> stuck at the computer all day.
1: Well, it happens sometimes.
0: It was tw- oh, yeah. Between that and the kids fighting about whatever Mario game they were playing. Awesome. Yeah. Even with two uh, psychologists, the kids <laughs> don't always get along and they still fight about video games. They do. Yeah. It's great fun. Such is life. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got a lot to discuss tonight. All right. But before we get into any of that, what are you drinking?
1: I am drinking a coconut and pineapple sparkling ice. Well, nice yeah it's delicious anything It would in be... your
0: sparkling ice did you spike it
1: i did not spike it but rum would go perfectly in this so in case you were wondering nice it would taste delicious um what are you drinking
0: i am drinking a what am i drinking a peach and nectarine sparkling ice thingy whatever awesome. zero sugar
1: is there anything in yours no <gasps> neither of us are drinking alcohol tonight
0: i know it just was not in the mood tonight Mm -mm. i've got a lot to do in fact even after we finish this i have to get back on my computer and do more work tonight and hopefully i'll get a little bit of sleep uh before heading out in the morning uh to time some runners yeah i have a lot
1: to do on my computer tonight too so good times been busy
0: well cheers
1: cheers so you mentioned you're going to time runners tomorrow i am what is that
0: well, it's not coaching, <laughs> I'll tell you that, because while here in Michigan, and it's actually someone put out an awesome uh, soup Nazi meme from Seinfeld. Soup Nazi. And, and it summed it up well. It had like the upper part of the mitten and the upper peninsula, and it says sports, and it has Wisconsin and Illinois and Indiana and Ohio, and it says sports. And then the lower part of the lower peninsula, it's no sports for you, which is kind of how it feels. And really what it's referencing are football and the indoor sports and the medium Mm -hmm. risk sports. The frustrating thing is uh low-risk sports like tennis and in my case cross country are a go, except at the school I coach at, Mm -hmm. where they just shut down all sports and all after school programs and everything. So yeah i'm not coaching but i do have several runners who are going out to the track and want to run and they want me to time them and do splits and yell at them so
1: (laughs) (laughs) run fast they they miss it
0: uh we're so we're gonna do that we found a virtual competition that we're gonna enter so they're gonna come out in heats with uh like two or three runners uh, per heat in one case uh we've got one runner who uh for medical reasons, really shouldn't be around everybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, her social distancing should be, she gets the track to herself. So we're going to do that.
1: Awesome.
0: Uh, she's got a at-risk family member. Mm-hmm. So we're going to set it up that way. We're going to do it. Uh spend a few hours out at the track. Kid one's going to go run Sweet. because she's been training all summer to run a two-mile. It's not the two-mile she trained for. No. But it's something. And that's, I think, why the other kids are showing up. Uh, it's something. It's it's something normal. It's fall. Coach is there with his timing app. Coach is there <laughs> yelling at them. So I will be there, uh, but not officially in a coaching capacity. Definitely not officially as something our team is doing. It's mm-hmm. just they're gonna go a few at a time, run some laps. Fantastic. And yeah, it's something. It's something better I'm than looking, nothing. I know. I'm looking forward to it. Good. I miss. I miss seeing the kids. I miss seeing my team. I miss seeing all my runners. Yeah. It's just not the same.
1: It's not the same.
0: But that's my day tomorrow.
1: I'm going shopping tomorrow.
0: (laughs) Good for you. Try not to like send us to the poorhouse. I'll try hard. Well, and it's we got back to school shopping, which we're actually going to talk about tonight a little bit later Mm -hmm. and all sorts of stuff. But you're going with kid one. Yep. Good luck in finding something that fits her. So she's in that in between size. She's kind of fits into some of the kids stuff, kind of fits in some of the adult stuff occasionally you can find a store that caters to the in-between age and it's, even then finding hard. something that's age appropriate in the cut and everything it's yeah. just it's a yeah it's good hard work.
1: we'll be gone all day tomorrow after after your after the time. running mm-hmm. yeah
0: you can take uh stinky sweaty kid one and
1: oh no she's gonna take a shower first is she yeah she is i don't want to be trapped in the car with that mm-hmm
0: i don't want her stinking up the upholstery but that too (laughs) oh well we'll see how it goes but before we dive into our main feature and get into talking more about shopping and actually that's not the main feature tonight It's (laughs) it's an item on the agenda for and fits into it yeah we have some announcements to come up we previewed them in the last episode for those who actually listened to the last episode which i mean i'm making fun of it but it actually did based on the downloads it was well received. Awesome. Or at least in terms of it was well downloaded. <laughs> I don't know if it was Hopefully well. Hopefully
1: people are listening to it. Hopefully. Downloading it.
0: But we've got some uh new virtual races and our current virtual races going. And one you know, we have the Red Arrow challenge that's been going on since April. It's gonna continue on, it's free. You just sign up for a username if you don't have one yet. Mm-hmm. You record your activity. At the end of the week, you put in your totals. How far did you go in swimming, running, walking, biking on road, biking off road, stand up, paddling, sit down, paddling, cross country skiing, uh, skating or calories you burn playing hockey. And then there's also the points category. And we put out the leaderboards and we give kudos to the champions, which we'll do at the end of this episode for the most recent week. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's aside from hockey, basically distance. And it's. It serves a great training purpose. It's great if you're trying to train for a big race or a triathlon and get those miles in. It's great if you're trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. That's why we designed it. Yep. But it's not for everybody. Some people want other styles of competition. So we've got those things. So coming up in September, and actually it's posting the day this podcast posts. Hooray! The Selfie Scavenger Hunt.
1: I'm so excited to do this.
0: So this is based on the most popular fun run that I did as a coach for cross country. Mm-hmm. And we can't do it for cross country. So I'm opening it up to the entire world. Yay. All ages, everybody out there. We're going to do it. This time it's going to be a fun run or walk or bike competition. Yes. And it's going to be a month long competition, but it's going to be an individual competition. So if you're doing it with a friend, you both can get credit for it, but you are also competing against each other or with each other. But we're not combining team points. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here's how you do it, the quick version, and the full write-up is going to be posted to our website, raxhw.org. It's going to be in the news section, which is our blog. It'll have its own post, and it'll be up there. You can open it up and download it. So if we're speaking too quickly <laughs> or we've got a weird accent because we are from Michigan and we don't hear the accent, but we know it exists, you can go there and look for it. So the quick version of how this is going to happen. You go for a run, a walk, a bike. While you're out, there's going to be a whole list of targets you can look for. And if you see one, you take a selfie with it. Now, it, you don't take a photo of the object. You take a selfie. So you stick your arm out or your selfie stick. We want to see you in front of the object mm-hmm. while you're out for your run, your bike, your or your walk. You post the selfie to Instagram. Instagram's mm-hmm. free to sign up. And then, you know what? If you don't have an Instagram, let's say you're uh, a kid, because we do have a lot of kids who do this too. Yeah. Your parents can have an Instagram account. You can put it on their Instagram account, um, get them to do it. And that also is because kids, you need your parents' permission. Yep. You're going to tag us, Red Arrow Health and Wellness. And our, our Instagram handle is Red Arrow HW. You're going to tag us so that we can actually see it and score it because we can't search the and scour all of Instagram for these things.
1: No. And depending on what your privacy
0: (laughs) settings are, we won't see them. But if you tag us, we should. Okay. You're also going to add the hashtag, hashtag Selfie Scavenger Hunt. And you're going to include your RAC username. So that way, if your Instagram handle does not match your uh, Red Arrow Challenge username, fine. It's cool. Because we're going to read in the little description the caption to your photo. And if it that's where you put your Red Arrow Challenge username so we know who to give the points to. Cool. And also, because it's, we don't want to turn this into a giant Where's Waldo for ourselves and a <laughs> puzzle that I spy with my eye. It's funny. <laughs> Every target item has a specific number. Put the target numbers in there, and we can quickly go through there and go, Aha. Yeah. Uh, there's a user with the username Allie. Allie saw items 1, 5, 42 and 154 all in that one photo awesome and we can get award their points and then as you do this and it's not just one run or one bike or one walk it's all the ones you do for the month
1: oh that's great because i was worried it was going to be like one time no, during the month you th- go on some sort of epic exercising adventure no 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 <laughs> okay. this is not
0: a one and done this is all month i love it the fun that's keeps great. going all month but as you and post them as you go, because it's entertaining for us and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Put them up, but then sit back and see what everybody else is doing, too, and what they're finding and what they're seeing. And also, some of these items are like good ideas for bike trails or exercise things or yeah, there's some fun things, too, in terms of costumes that uh, wear while you're working out. You don't <laughs> have to do everything. You don't have to find everything. It's how many points can you rack up before the end of the month? Yeah. All the photos must clearly show You. And the target object or location. For businesses and landmarks, the sign in front of it is sufficient unless otherwise noted in the description. You can even take it from across the street if it's clearly identifiable. Now, if you go to a business and you take a picture in the side of, up close next to the brick wall, we're not going to know that that's what it really is. So right. you need to have that sign and make sure it's identifiable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If the target is a person, be respectful ask ask their permission before you start going and snapping photos of them and putting them on the internet
1: yeah people don't love that if, so. it, if
0: they say no they're not going to give you their permission don't take the photo every anyway mm-hmm. just walk away find, somebody, find else. somebody else there's always somebody else right and then as for the targets each one has an assigned point value some are worth more than others some mm-hmm. are more rare than others some are harder to find than others so that makes it a little bit more interesting too now, you and I made this list, mm-hmm. so we could easily could have skewed it our, way, our favor. So you and I are actually not going to actively participate in this. Yeah. But we are the judges, <laughs> so all judges' decisions are final. We will judge the photos and mm-hmm. make sure that the items you claim are in there are in there. If we notice something that you forgot to tag, we'll do our best to still give you those points. Uh, but please, you know, it helps if you put the, the item numbers in there for us. But don't be trying to jump on and looking like, well, why aren't aren't the two co-hosts doing this? Well, because it's not really fair for us to do it. And I should mention, of course, it's the usual stuff. Don't trespass to do this. So we mentioned the, you know, don't take people's photos without their permission. Uh, You are doing this at your, your own risk because there's always risk involved with running and walking and biking. And heck, there's... Risk involved with taking selfies clearly because we got people falling off of cliffs around the world, they fall
1: into fountains,
0: something Bad. so we are not liable for any injuries. So be careful, right? You are doing you're assuming your own risk in doing this, but it is for fun, don't do anything crazy. And I again, stressing that one point, have fun. So that opens up uh, September 1st. We'll be looking for posts that are. Uh, time stamped september 1st through the end of september i'm so excited I can't if you're wait listening to, to this in the future we're talking 2020 right now
1: <laughs> in the future i mean
0: fingers crossed that we're still doing this podcast and it's still up in 2021 and beyond but just throwing that out there mm-hmm So that's the Selfie Scavenger Hunt. Really excited about that. Uh, The next one is the Forget-Me-Not 5K and 10K. This is a standard... At this point, virtual runs are now pretty much standard. Mm -hmm. It's a a standard virtual 5K or 10K. Uh, You can do one. You can do both. Whatever. They're free. Uh, You have from September 1st through 15th. The full details are up in the news section on our website. Uh, But really all it is is... Time yourself,
2: mm-hmm.
0: or have a buddy time you
1: mm-hmm.
0: while you run a 5k or a 10k.
1: Awesome.
0: Or both. Don't both. don't be that person though who goes runs uh, a 10k <laughs> and they took their halfway split and called it the 5k. Do oh it yeah, in.
1: that's lame. That's not do, that.
0: do two separate races, but you've got a little over two weeks. Well, one day over two weeks, mm-hmm. so you have time to run a 10k and then on a different day run your 5k. Turn in your times. We'll post the results. And we'll give kudos to the champions uh, on our podcast episode after uh, the results all wrap up. And the reason why it's called the Forget Me Not 5K one that is the official birth flower of September. Aww. I don't know who you know, states and declares that that is the official one, but that's what the internet said. <laughs> and then there was also just that that piece of it where uh, reason we, we thought about some other fun runs and other combinations and multi-sports but really when cross country got canceled and my runner started contacting me for what are some virtual races out there it got onto. hey i haven't forgotten them hopefully they haven't forgotten me and so putting that name in there when i saw that was the official flower was the forget me not it just seemed perfect so that's what we're gonna do uh it's free so is the selfie scavenger so is the red arrow challenge free 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 mm-hmm. they're there we just want people getting in shape Get fit. Have fun. All that. You do need a Red Challenge username. Mm-hmm. If you're already in the Red Challenge, great. You have a username. If you don't, they're free to sign up. It's just so we can identify you and keep everything organized. And then for the second half of the month, that's the first half, for the forget-me-not 5K and 10K, uh, September 5th, 1st through the 15th. For the 16th through the 30th of September, we have the Sapphire Team Rally.
1: Ooh. this one you're gonna
0: have to go find some friends
1: gemstones
0: Ooh, yes it is the uh, gemstone for september this one's a virtual team race you and four friends so teams of five it's a 5k you run your 5ks each of you runs a 5k mm-hmm. and then you all turn in your times. so you actually get one designated person to post them all and then we see uh how you did if you've got a walker in the group fine that's cool they're just a really slow 5k but that's fine Mm-hmm. actually some runner some walkers are faster than some runners
1: that is true
0: yes mm-hmm. so when i say run it's runner walk it's the thing is go five kilometers on your feet yes uh the runners do not have to run all together they do mm-hmm. not have to run on the same day they okay. don't have to run at the same place so if you've got friends and college friends high school friends that were in college and they're across the country because they actually got to go to their campuses <laughs> each yeah. of you can go run a 5k on your campus Email each other the uh, times, turn them all in, and then see how your team did against other teams. Awesome. Let's say you're part of a cross-country program where the school decided not to exist. The, well, the school exists. The cross, They decided the cross-country is not going to exist this year. Find some of your former teammates or who would have been your teammates this fall and run against each other. Uh, or run against other teams. I am going to send this to some of the other cross-country teams who are are in action. I don't know if they'll participate. I hope they do. Uh, Just that there's that uh, camaraderie among runners, that they can support these other runners, where it's not the the fault of the kids that the administration decided there would not be cross-country this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, These kids want to run, so they'll run and hopefully – the teams we usually run against will throw us a bone. Hopefully some teams from across the country will do it too, especially since it's free. So right. you're going to run a 5K at some point
1: Might as well in have practice. fun with it and do you
0: this. M- might as well have fun with it and do this and see how it stacks up. Uh, teams can be co-ed. Awesome. So it does not have to be all boys or all girls. You can have uh, a mixture of genders, and that also adds another component to make it fun. All mm-hmm. uh, details are up on the website by the time this um, podcast posts. Not Ruby. at the moment we're recording, but it, it's going up. Uh, and again, that's the second half of the month. So I'm excited about all those things.
1: Me too. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, what a week.
1: It's It's been a week. For sure. Oh, my
0: God. Well, that was a deep statement. A week. It's always been a week. <laughs> it's been a long week. It's been a hard week. It's been a challenging week.
1: Yes, to all of that. <laughs>
0: For those of you following along, it's, you know, lots of changes and and not just because of COVID and everything and not just because it's back to school season, but that's a big part of it, too. But we've also decided to change the school our kids are going to. Yep. So that's a big change on, on top of everything.
1: It's a humongous change.
0: Humongous. And on top of that, you've got some big news.
1: I do have big news. It's exciting news.
0: What is that big news?
1: I got a new job. Nice. After staying at home and being a stay-at-home mom for the past 12 years, I got a new job and I'm going back into the field. Oh,
0: wait a minute. Just saying, you know, I've been a stay-at-home mom. You have been a stay-at-home mom, but you've been very active at home.
1: Okay. But
0: Because you've done consulting, virtual consulting, and you've done photography. But now on top yeah, of the But now I am job. like
1: leaving the house very early in the morning and going to do things actually related to what I went to graduate school for, and then I'm coming home sort of late at night. So it's, you know.
0: Well, without naming the company you're going to, Mm because we're not affiliated with them, other than the fact that you now work for them. Right. um, And they're kind of outside the scope of what we do on this podcast. Mm -hmm. What are you going to be doing?
1: I'm going to be working with little kids with autism all day long. Nice. cannot wait. I'm so excited.
0: That was always your favorite. It is.
1: It's my absolute favorite, favorite population thing to work with. To do. I'm going to have so much fun and I get to train um, new therapists as well. And I always enjoyed that aspect of my job before. And What I'm, age
0: groups are you working with? Um, are you allowed to say that?
1: I think I'm allowed to say it. Because
0: we're not talking about what location or anything.
1: Yeah. So I believe the ages range from 2 to, it could range up to 21. So 2 to 21. Is the range?
0: It's a pretty big range.
1: It is. Um, supposedly, most will be in the elementary
0: years. Oh, that's the cute ones too.
1: Yeah, they're they're all cute.
0: I know, but it's the itty bitties. They're so tiny. Yeah,
1: they're fun. Um, so I'm I'm pretty excited to get back into that. Nice. Yeah, I can't wait.
0: I'm I know we so have a few to... of our, our former students and research assistants and technicians that listen to the podcast, so I'm sure they're gonna be doing little happy dances and clapping because a lot of them
1: going back, I'm going to do it again.
0: (laughs) The one, the ones who work in the the clinical side of our field that worked with us, most of them worked with you. A few of them worked with me doing Mm -hmm. clinical work, but you were the one that was hardcore into it. And I was doing research and teaching and had other distractions away from my clinical work shouldn't call them distractions, but it it cut into the number of hours in the caseload I took. You had a much larger caseload and many more hours out in the field, uh, and you did it for longer than I did. Mm -hmm. It seems like they would work with me on my research, and if they did a great job, I'd go, okay, Jess, here you go. This is a good one. Yeah. It was the first round of vetting was to survive me.
1: Of the very strong opinion that everybody in ABA should have an experience where they learn to work with kids with autism at least once just because it's so like everybody knows ABA. Oh, that's for the kids with autism. Yes. Um, And that's the biggest thing that you hear about when you're an undergrad or just starting to get involved in grad school. But, um, you know, you don't want to say that
0: everybody in ABA should have the experience of having to survive a semester being a research assistant for me.
1: They should also have to do (laughs) that or maybe Um, Somebody else that might have come out of your lab was also, yeah, also appropriate. Anyways, um, I think everybody should definitely try working with a kid with autism because one, you could totally fall in love with it and that could be like your career trajectory from then on and that's amazing. But two, you could discover that you actually don't like it and that the clinical aspect might, at least in terms of autism, might not be for you and you might want to branch out and try some different experiences before you settle up on a grad school and and program
0: well and the nice thing too is most people don't get it they think of oh aba that's those people that work with autism Mm -hmm. Um, but really it's behavior right and behavior is everywhere and it's universal to all populations and it goes beyond humans too because there's people who specialize in animal behavior so you can work in business and at construction sites and for a while i worked in security and you name it. I yeah. Mean, we went and did. Well, you worked with me on a project at a movie theater, mm-hmm. and it was still behavior. It, it always, you know, blew our parents' minds, collective minds. It's like, how are you two in the same field and do things that are so different? <laughs> Especially when, I, for a long time, I was working in management consulting, and you were working with cute little kids with autism, mm-hmm. and it was hard for them. And then they're like, how did I go from working in Management consulting and uh, executive coaching and everything, and then end up working in the schools, working with kids with special needs, working with just te- teachers in regular classrooms and assistant principals and principals and laying out programs. Like, how does this all work? And it's like, it's behavior, yep. it's everywhere.
1: Behavior is behavior, it all yeah. works the same. Yes. Um, but no, I remember I had one of your um, undergrads out at a school with me and she, she had told me, I think I'm going to go the OBM route. And I was like, well,
0: back up an OBM is organizational behavior management.
1: Yes. I'm sorry. And, and I said, well, that's, that's okay. And she, and I said, but you know, come, come work with me because she was a very strong undergraduate student, um, to come work with me and try this out just to make sure that it's not for you. And she did. And I trained her and she learned all of the things I needed her to learn. And she did it very, very well. Um, but at the end of that semester, she was like, I absolutely never want to do this again. <laughs> I hate this. I don't want to be anywhere near these kids anymore. <laughs> and I had her working had her working with kids with autism, but I also had her working with just neurotypical kids in the school that I was at. So it's all kinds of kids. And she was just like, no, thank you, children. I'm going to business. See you later. Very funny. But I was so proud of her for
0: doing it. From South Park going, no (laughs) No, children. children. (laughs) That's true, though. But working with kids is not for everyone. Mm -mm. It's always full of surprises. Yeah. I will say that in, uh, and I've had a wide variety of experiences from working on the clinical side and true clinical settings to school settings and academic settings to teaching at a variety of levels and consulting and business and all sorts of businesses and safety and everything. And it was only working with kids that I had chairs thrown at my head and was threatened to be castrated by a kid. And, you know, when we have to like document weapons found at the schools, I didn't, of course, didn't have the, the nice QT placements that other people in the company had. It's like, oh, we've got a, you know, we found a weapon on a kid and we've got a photocopy it next to a ruler for scale. Yeah. Oh, the standard 12-inch ruler that you have in the school doesn't work. Somebody go get the yardstick because the weapon's so big. Let's put it on the special copier with the big paper.
1: That's nice. Oh, it was, yeah. (laughs) That That was something. Extraordinary.
0: Yeah, life in Florida.
1: No, but yeah, the chair's being thrown at the head.
0: That was a first grade. (laughs)
1: I can relate to all of that.
0: It had a whole Matrix moment to it <laughs> as I'm trying to dodge chairs coming across the classroom.
1: We used to compare bite marks at the end of the day. You and, getting-
2: I mean, no, you and your coworker, I mean, you and I you.
0: I know you and I did, and like even now we go through photos and we find uh, like, oh, what's that? Oh, it's a bite mark with a quarter next to it, or yep. a Kennedy half dollar next to it. Mm-hmm. You know those times we didn't clear off the memory cards, <laughs> <laughs> the photos we had after we email- emailed them into our boss to go. Add this to the case file. Add this to the (laughs) insurance report.
1: Yep. Good times. I'm so excited to go back. I can't wait.
0: Speaking of going back, that is our main feature tonight. Yay! Back to school. Back
1: to school. Back to
0: school, which is really our... Back to fall. Yeah. Back to normal life for a little bit. A routine. A routine. A new routine. Yes. So it's gonna be uh it's gonna be weird because this whole COVID thing, it's not back to the normal routine, it's back to a routine. It's getting out of the house, and for us it's gonna be huge adjustments.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean everybody at this point is making adjustments because whether you're adjusting to Virtual school, you're, vir- you're adjusting to in person school, or in our case, we're doing in person school and also adjusting to now you're getting up earlier than when the kids, you're leaving the house before the kids leave the house. Yeah. So it's going to be big adjustments for us. And the kids are adjusting to a new school. Mm-hmm. Adjustments all around.
1: Adjustments for everyone.
0: Yay. So let's get into this. Let's talk about back to school. Okay. We jotted down a few notes on how we should go about this and kind of the main points we want to hit. And I think we, as I look at it, because it's in no particular order on the sheet in front of me, mm-hmm. uh, I'm quickly doing a mental reorganization of it. And what's to start, how you start with this, which is before even the first day of school or the first day of your job. And once, you know, for some people, they've been home since March, maybe they're going back to the office. But before, in terms of school, before you go walk into that school, there's the back to school shopping.
1: Back to school shopping is the best part of back to school. All those pencils and papers you and binders. Yeah, that part sucks. But still, it's always fun to go down the aisles and like see all the pretty things that are all bright and shiny and brand new for the new school year. I love it.
0: How would you because we've done most of, we've got most of our kids lists done. We've got some stuff that's on order and we're watching the tracking notifications as they move across the country, but mm-hmm this year is different yeah. how, how are you finding it different I know uh, I mean aside from the fact our kids are going from a private school with uniforms to a public school so there's some changes there right. uh, I I will say the I've noticed that even though we had to buy them a lot more clothes tons over, of clothes tons of clothes even though but they overall they came out cheaper than the uh, the uniforms what we yep. had spent on uniforms at the private school and the back to school is.
1: It's significantly smaller at their smaller new school. Smaller
0: and cheaper, and there's no weird items. Like last year, we had to get googly eyes. Googly eyes and, and
1: pom-poms.
0: What about the odd size envelopes that are not the standard business envelope? <gasps> I forgot about not those. Not the standard 8.5 by 11 envelope. We had to search high and low for some obscure size, and then we find out that they had changed teachers, and the new teacher was too scared to take it off the list. She's like, I don't know what to do with this.
1: Yeah, well, here comes an army of irate mothers.
0: Same with the googly eyes <laughs> and the puffballs. It's like...
1: I do know that the googly eyes and the puffballs went to the school resource teacher, and she put them to very good use. I'm
0: glad that she could repurpose them. Yes. Which is great, but the... We'll throw the, the Spanish teacher under the bus, because she was the one that, sure. like...
1: Yeah, she's the one that did this. The
0: Spanish they had a Spanish teacher who requested all these oddball items and then she left and left the incoming Spanish teacher no notes on what all this garbage was for. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was so new that she was like, oh, I didn't have the heart to tell the parents no. I'm like, seriously, you clearly tell don't have multiple kids at school where we're buying all the arts and crafts stuff for Spanish.
1: Yep. It was ridiculous. No, but um so it's it's, it's been it's been nice this year to go back to school shopping because we haven't had to get as many things.
0: No, but we've had to get things we don't normally have to get are like masks. We have to make sure they have their masks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, going in. All right. Does everybody. Do we have the little hand sanitizers? Do we have the little attachments for the backpacks oh, yes. so they can have their hand sanitizers? Kid number
1: one had a field day in Bath and Body Works, which we are not sponsored by Bath and Body Works. But they sell these there. So we went. Um, They have that teeny tiny little miniature hand sanitizers. Yeah, they're like,
0: what, one ounce or Eat, one and a half Something like ounces. that. And
1: they have yeah. glitter in them and they smell amazing. And then she found the little jelly hand sanitizer hanger thing and you can attach it to your backpack and she Because she doesn't have enough stuff hanging she up her has backpack. so much stuff on her backpack. But she can attach it to her backpack and she thinks it's the best thing ever. And then the boys saw it and they were like, uh, where's ours? So... <laughs> We'll, we'll have to like get online and see if they have some more masculine looking ones because I don't think pink glitter jelly.
0: No, they've they're quite fond of the um hands I don't know what brand it is, but it had baby Yoda on several of the bottles of hand sanitizer and so like baby Yoda, baby Yoda, like okay, baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Uh, it smells awful, it smells like something that came out of baby Yoda, <laughs> uh, but it's hand sanitizer. And we can't really send them to I've got a little collection going now of hand sanitizers not like if you think I'm hoarding calm down. I'm trying to get a bottle of hand sanitizer from each of the of the uh, distilleries that have switched over their production from from booze to hand sanitizer. But I don't feel right uh obviously sending my kids to school like, "Oh, this is from this distillery and this is that distillery."
1: Yeah, that's a big nope.
0: Nope. But it it would be funny would be as funny. we sit there and chuckle with the <laughs> superintendent in a meeting about
1: it would be hysterical. <laughs> I would laugh.
0: Only if you could sit um, with like the principal of the superintendent while at a brewery having a beer about it. Yeah,
1: well that's not likely to happen. <laughs> that's not gonna uh, happen. So
0: we gotta find them something that isn't quite as offensive as um baby Yoda's armpit or whatever that stuff is the boys like. It's, and not, it's pretty weird smelling. Not filled with glitter because
1: they're boys. They don't. They, our boys do not want to be sparkly.
0: They they do. They not. really don't. They do not want to be some sort of Twilight vampire.
1: No. For back to school shopping, we mentioned kid number one is in really weird sizes right now because she's at this in bet- in between stage, and half of the stores that we went into had their dressing rooms closed because of COVID, and the other half had them open and we could go try on things and that was amazing, but. We had, well, to, we had to pass and went, up. And
0: for a while, I had all the kids, because we went on a massive shopping trip, and you're doing back-to-work shopping, right. and I'm like, kids, come with me so your mother can go try stuff on without a um, <clears throat> the three-year-old narrating it to the entire store.
1: Yeah, been there, done that.
0: Found a great a store where they're running great deals on jeans, and I'm like, great, well, I'll grab a uh, size X and X plus one, because I don't want to throw her size out there, uh, and an X minus one, you know, I'm like totally thinking like an engineer or behavioral psychologist. (laughs) It's like, we'll bracket it and you'll just go in the dressing room and try them on. And once we land your size, we'll pick out what color jeans you, you know, what color fade you want to your jeans and everything. Mm -hmm. They're like, Oh, well the dressing rooms are closed. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? Because they're in their sale. You essentially could get, um, three and a half pairs of jeans for the price of one or the regular prices. I'm like, this is great. And like, and I have no idea if any of these fit my daughter.
1: No, and, and so- she's standing
0: in front of me. And I'm doing, like, trying to hold up and
2: <laughs> guesstimate.
0: And then, like, the fact that I'm... As I'm holding up, I realize that these things stretch. <laughs> like... There's no way I'm going to figure this out. Yeah,
1: so we had to pass on that sale for her because I, I came into the store while you were still there and I was trying to do the same thing and I was like, I just don't know. <laughs>
0: the boys, it's easy because if they're baggy on the boys, that it's fine. It fits the style. Uh, baggy jeans on girls is not, it's not in right big... now and she's going to middle school. and We, we want know, her
1: to be cute.
0: I, yeah, just want to go with the trend and you know, it, this is not the late 90s we're not wearing those, the what it the jenco yes. jeans the giant ones <laughs> where you yeah, can get some tent poles and like in right refugees now. could go live in
1: i had some of those they did were, you i did i had one pair and they were amazing i didn't have those i did my have, dad bought them for me i'm not shocked i'm not shocked either but my mother hated them and it was so funny mm-hmm. yeah anyways
0: my, i did have pretty baggy jeans in the 90s and i had my corduroys
1: Oh, yeah. I remember Lots of big baggy,
0: baggy corduroys and cargo pants. hmm Anyway, <laughs> as a reminisce about late 90s fashion.
1: Yes. Good times. But so anyways, it, w- it was tricky this year because of not being able to just run into a store, grab a bunch of things, and then bop on back to the dressing room and try everything on. Now it was like, okay, well, stand in front of this mirror and hold this up and let's measure your arm and and see if this is maybe going to fit and... I don't know, it made life a little bit more complicated than it needed to be. All
0: right. So aside from the differences between private and public school and how much we love this shopping trip more because of that and having to buy masks and hand sanitizer and the lack of dressing rooms, uh, not too much different, Mm-mm. but it, it was it was different. So the next point on here that probably makes sense to get into would be establishing or I would say reestablishing a routine, but it's going to be probably starting from scratch because these kids have been on a weird routine since March.
1: Yep. March 13th.
0: That was Friday Friday the the 13th. 13th. Yes. Mm -hmm. So now that means not just for them, for you too. Yeah. Because you are a night owl. Mm -hmm. Bedtimes. Alarms in the morning. Mm -hmm. Meals on schedule. More on schedule. And I mean... If people who listen to this podcast know we are kind of nerdy and schedule driven, and even then we get off, it's not perfect over here. No, um, even with us, and so more regimented, regimented, it's been a long day. And then also, like for our kids, they pack their own lunches, which is great. they do
1: because I hate it. So, like, I got to the point, I think kid number one was in first grade, and he no, second, second grade. grade, and kid number two was in kindergarten, and um, I was just like, I hate this job. I don't like it, and the kids weren't happy with anything I yeah, was they were putting being in. Quite and, critical of your um, uh, I, I said, "That's it. You pack your own lunches." And they were like, Whoa, "What? We don't, we don't know how to do that." And I was like, "Time to learn, children. Let's get some baggies and some bread and some lunch meat, and let's do this."
0: So they have a checklist they have to go down of, you know, mm-hmm. you have to have your morning snack. For, well, in their elementary school, morning snack. And you have a dessert for lunch. And it's like your your main entree for lunch cannot be four Oreos. It has to, <laughs> You have to have like, a good sandwich. You do have to put some veggie or fruit in there. Mm-hmm. They, they have Sometimes pieces. Sometimes cheese stick. Yeah, they have pieces they have to go through. But also, if they start packing things and we start seeing it come home, then the question is like, why are you wasting food? You packed your own lunch. Right.
1: Yeah. You should like everything you put into that little box. So come on, eat it.
0: But we have to get back to that because they have not packed a lunch since early March. Nope. And while they have had bedtimes, it's summer. So it's been relaxed. Even the three-year-old, there's been nights where it's like, why are you still up? It is 11 o'clock at night. (laughs) Now, granted, those are usually uh, movie nights out in the driveway where you had to wait till it was dark anyway before we could even start the movie and she would stay up. But it's getting back on that routine because they do have to get up in the early and mm-hmm. it never feels like when they're on vacation they'll get up early and wake us up too they'll be up at the crack of dawn or before dawn but when they have to get up for school it's like everyone waking wants to sleep up dead
1: people it's horrible
0: kid one is very hard to wake up normally
1: and she's in a loft and it's just ridiculous well
0: she got in the routine too because of the way her class was set up uh she usually didn't have like the, the earliest video conference she had was like 10 o'clock yeah and she'd wake up at 9 50 Roll out of
1: bed, turn on the computer, and (laughs) apparently life was good.
0: Maybe throw her hair in a ponytail. Usually not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, usually just have the crazy red hair going. Yep. And she had the life of a college student. And we talked about that when we did our our COVID parenting and COVID um, episode. It was like, what, 21?
2: We had Holly Mm -hmm. and
0: Jeremy on. It was, (laughs) yeah, they were talking about the same thing. It was like, all of a sudden we have these fifth grade college students who just (laughs) like, we got Fridays off. We just have a virtual meeting, and then they they got, would wait, sleep in late, but then they would be up till like ten o'clock at night doing homework. But they also had to wait for the assignments to come in, and it was just, it was odd. The boys had a little bit more of um.
1: They had more structure. Yes. Basically, the same thing every day. Get up, have breakfast. Same thing. They
0: hated every day.
1: Yeah. Get up, have breakfast, read for however long. What thirty minutes, forty-five minutes. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if we were making them treadmill too. I was. Treadmill, and then turn on the computer and go down your list that your teacher has put on the night before.
0: Pretty much the half hour, although I told them it was a half hour, but I would set the timer on my phone. It went to half hour to 35 minutes to 40 to 45 to an hour. Yeah, they don't know. Part of that was also built in. They had to read a half hour for school. Mm -hmm. It got longer, though, and the treadmill I added in, one, they needed to burn off some energy, and two, I needed time just to have coffee.
1: (laughs) same <laughs> so i can function
0: and killing some time until the teachers got on and posted the assignments yeah so we got to get back into routine because they're going in person it's no more oh you're getting on the treadmill in the morning and you're Mm-mm. killing time and it will be 9 10 before your assignments start showing up online it's
1: kid number one has to be ready to go at her school at 7 40 in the morning Yes, and kid two and three have to be in their seats at their school at eight twenty-five, which is amazing. I'm super excited about that. But um, I'm loving the
0: extra twenty-five minutes that we right. over their old elementary school.
1: It's it's kind of that's amazing. a very I important twenty-five minutes. Um but yeah, although they're they
0: s- they're going to hate it because because you're going to be off heading to your job, which is a little bit of a hike away from us. It is far, but. Uh, I know worth it because of the population. It is kind of a, you said like a, a dream, a dream job. job. So
1: I'm happy to make the commute,
0: but at uh, leaves me with all the kids. So the ones who are like, Oh, they start 25 minutes later. Yeah. But their sister doesn't. And they're all going to have to come with me to drop her off.
1: They'll adjust. They'll be fine.
0: And because of COVID, I can't drop her off extra early.
1: You, well, kind of not, not, not super, super duper early, early,
0: but because they are cutting down on how long they have kids in the building before and after school. Yeah. Well, oh well. So we'll have to readjust that. We've, we've started. The Medical experts always talk about, you want weeks to get into the sleep routine. Yeah, okay. They're right. I'm not arguing with them. I'm also saying I'm a parent and I understand it's summer. And so we're trying to get back into the routine. But even like tonight was a movie night for them. So we're, it's late. I'm hoping that by the time we finish this
1: they'll actually be asleep
0: well that we can go to sleep and although I still have stuff
1: I have things to do tonight still so
0: no (laughs) it would be nice to go to sleep plus I've got an early morning but trying to get them into that routine trying to get them thinking about meals I've already started with lunches when I come up the get off my computer to have lunch it's like making them think and put together lunches At the table, Mm -hmm. actually, they've started going eating outside on the deck. But you guys figure out your lunch. It's lunchtime and kind of poking and prodding and prompting them so they have all the components to a nutritious lunch. Right. Now, do I think it's going to all be perfect the first week? Absolutely not. It takes time to get in a routine. It helps that you and I have all the extra components of our whiteboard by the door and you and I sit down and do a lot of planning and pre-positioning for the week, similar to what we've talked about with races and previous podcasts, mm-hmm. that'll help the transition and throw us into it. And there's also the whole fact of it's just ready or not. It's the school year. Let's yeah, go. But
1: like, uh, either tomorrow or Sunday, one of us will go to the grocery store and make sure that we pick out their favorite types of lunch meat and cheese. Yes, and for sandwiches, we'll I just sure. stocked up on bread. Yep, and we also have tortillas because some of our kids don't love to eat bread. They want to have a tortilla.
0: But we'll make sure we're stocked with uh, veggies, like mm-hmm. carrot sticks and whatnot, lunch mm-hmm. lunch veggies. We'll be stocked up on fruit. So there are those options there for them to pack their lunch. Yep. Of course, it never fails where we don't, we can't keep the bananas in the house. We cannot. And all of a sudden I buy a huge load of bananas and everyone's sick of bananas. <laughs> and the same thing with grapes or strawberries or apples. It never fails. They're all clamoring, <laughs> like, "Where are they? We can't find them." Like, fine, I'll go buy like a five-pound bag, and then
1: we're done eating them. <laughs>
0: they're done eating them. We throw out four and a half pounds of apples. It's awful, mm-hmm. but well, that's part of just getting that routine ready and getting everything set. And we hit on. Let me see. I'm going down on notes. We we're hitting on. It's a new year, new things, and adjustments. The kids have to adjust to a new school. Uh, they have to adjust to different drop off and pick off pick up routines we got to adjust to that too we're no longer going to have mrs fill in the blank here we're not going to say her name right that all the parents are scared of at the other school very nice lady but she is like
1: she runs a tight ship
0: i was gonna say like she's the soup nazi of the car line if we're gonna she's go with the seinfeld the episode car
1: line nazi yes um but she no drop off for you is very good at keeping that line organized and running on time and it's pretty much the most amazing thing especially compared to their new school where I've seen that pick drop off and pick up line. And it is a nightmare. They have to have police out there directing traffic. Like, it. it's bad.
0: See, they're old school. They didn't need them because they had Miss mm-hmm. fill in the blank. Uh, and it's funny talking mm-hmm. to our friends who are, are teachers. And they're there at, at the different designated points when kids are hopping in cars. And the, the things that I say to our kids as they're jumping in the car, they're like, yeah, lots of parents say that. Because I'm usually going, quick, get in the car, buckle up so we can go before we get Miss fill in the blank. Yells at us. <laughs> I don't want to get yelled at today hurry up
1: yeah it's never fun getting yelled at
0: and like our friends who are teachers would laugh at us and they're like we would go out for drinks other, other times and they're like yeah, you're not the only parents going hurry up before I get yelled at
1: Yeah because she wants the cars to move out to make
0: room for the other cars there's times where she's like yelling me I'm like there's a car in front of me and she's like wave at me frantically I'm like it's three feet in front you want me to pull up three feet I'm going I'm going slow I don't want to hit a little kid right. Yeah. So there's uh, some new things, yeah. You know, your new job, and you got to go through all that. Mm-hmm. Just adjustments. Now, I feel really lucky that in terms of adjusting to friends, and the the kids were upset when they first found out where they were going, but now we're starting to find out who's in their classes. And you know, the new school didn't publish a class list, but as we go through it, and we it's starting to become known that we've changed schools, the kids aren't going in completely blind. Mm-hmm. And really, that's just because of hockey Mm -hmm. uh they found out that a lot of the kids they've been playing ice hockey with for years go to this school and i don't know about kid one specifically with her classes but it's starting to look like it that because one of her ice hockey buddies Mm -hmm. has a lot of the same classes as her but she hasn't seen her crossed fingers crossed she hasn't seen her schedule yet Mm -hmm. because she wasn't able to go to the um back to school thing yet but kid our kid two and kid three, we already know they have hockey buddies in their class. So, I mean, that just speaks to hockey. One, hockey's for everybody. And two, the hockey community is strong. So, I, I feel more confident um, <clears> that <throat> hockey people look out for other hockey people and uh, feel really comfortable with them going back to school because I know that when they get to the classroom, they're already going to have buddies.
1: Yeah, that's so important. And it
0: helped with re- ease their nerves that. They know kids in those classes, They and those kids know them. They're teammates of theirs. Mm-hmm. So it's really exciting. Um, I would be happier if uh, we could get the rest of the state officially open and we weren't just doing hockey in terms of private rentals and clinics.
1: Yeah, that'd be good.
0: And we could get to the point where it's full-on USA hockey because youth hockey, winter hockey, kicks off in mid-October here. And it's just a great thing for the community, the way it's been growing and the friendships and the bonds they form. Um, one of the coaches, a kid two's coach, has done a great job because when they go and they set up the teams, he's got this one, this core group he tries to keep together. And we've been lucky enough to have uh, kid two in that group. And then every other year, kid one, because every other year they're in the same age group.
2: Right?
0: <laughs> this is not going to be one of those years. So transportation wise, this year's going to suck for us again. Great, because our kids are in three different age groups. Oh my I know, but um <laughs> I'm just looking. At you roll your eyes in your head. <laughs> but next year, kid two and kid one will be back to the same age group again. Well, and then help. the following year, they'll be all spread out again.
1: Yeah, but by that time, kid number four should be at least ready for learn to skate.
0: You know, it's either going to be this one or next winter. Um, she's tiny, so part of me is like, you know, it'll probably be next winter because she'll be. She's three now. She'll be four this winter. Maybe she's super strong, but we'll see how she does. We'll take her to some open skates. And if she starts showing that she maybe might be ready, we'll maybe put her in a learn to skate. If not, we'll wait another year and not, not rush it. Um, it's not, you know, it's not like we need to hurry up and make another boat payment or another year of college tuition payment for the rink owners that (laughs) we love them. They're great. (laughs) But I do joke about all the time. It's like, yeah, we got so many kids playing hockey. I think I'm paying your college tuition for your kids.
1: For sure. We're definitely paying for vacations, I think.
0: That they can't take because of COVID. No, <laughs> well, I think we'll find out if they actually listen closely to our podcast now that we've <laughs> talked about <laughs> hockey this much. I'm pretty sure we will hear about it. Uh, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So going back to our list, because if we drift off too much, your parents will give us a hard time for like rambling. Right. Yes.
1: My parents.
0: Uh, Fall activities in a year of COVID. Usually we're super busy and it was really bad at one point because we had kids going in activities in every which way. And you and I barely saw each other in the evening Mm because one kid would go to swim on the night that another kid was at ballet and somebody else was at gymnastics. And it was just running around everywhere everywhere. Hockey for us has really been a blessing because, like, all three of the older ones play it. They may not always be on the same night, but a lot of times they are back to back to back. Hopefully this year they're back to back to back again because then it's at least, well, I'm at the rink and I'm going to stay here. But at least I'm not running everywhere and I get to see them do things and you get to see them do things. Uh, We were supposed to have, it's COVID year, so we were uh, supposed to have cross country, but that's out. Yep. And there's no races for Kid 1 and I really to do, except for virtual races. Yep.
1: Um, kid number one is supposed to have Girl Scouts, but that might have to just be all virtual meetings and not in-person meetings because of COVID this year.
0: Yeah. So the COVID things making it a little weird. In some ways, it's simplifying the social schedule. Mm-hmm. And while the logistics are much, much harder, uh, the fact that the only activity they have for ours as hockey is actually a little bit easier on us, especially since they're making so many other changes that they've got that, that one consistent thing. And we don't have to say, Hey, maybe we'd dial it back as kid one, you're heading to middle school. Hey guys, you're, you know, you're heading to a new elementary school. Maybe we need to dial it back just so you can get into the new routine. Well, COVID has dialed it back for us. Yep. But at the same time, we, at least at this point, we still have the, one core consistency in terms of activities and that's, they still have hockey knock on wood. We get to keep that going and we don't like have some other executive order shutting that down. Mm -hmm. And then for me, um, I guess I have, you know, it would have been difficult. I would have made it work in terms of coaching and having to run around and get all the kids and the schools are laying out at different times, but coaching's, on hold on hold non-existent i mean they're not going to restart the program into the season so now it's i guess i'm on hiatus until track yes that's the way of looking at it yep summer racing club wrapped up um wrapped up sunday and so summer racing club is the virtual conditioning program that became the inspiration for the red arrow challenge uh and it's got other components to it, and it is it is challenging running both this year because Summer Racing Club has it has less pieces, but it's in miles. And while you're using the Red Arrow Challenge interface, it's still running two data arrays and databases, and it was it was a lot of work. Plus, it has a newsletter that goes with it that the kids provide the inputs, but trying to get inputs out of kids in the summer on a production schedule <laughs> is difficult because they're high schoolers. So, and I do all the assemblies. So the last newsletter with all the champions for the summer went out Wednesday morning. And then there was just that relief of that's done. Hooray. And that's how I feel every summer. This was the fifth summer of it. And it's a lot goes into it. It is a passion project Mm -hmm. um, because obviously we don't need to write a newsletter and write articles for a summer conditioning program. But it's something extra and something the extra that the kids can put on their college applications and there's a sense of achievement. The adults uh, everywhere I go and when adults are involved with that club, they tell me how much they love reading the articles that the kids wrote. They don't even always remember to enter their their miles, but they, <laughs> they want to read the articles uh, that the kids put in. You definitely get once you know the kids.
1: You get a strong sense of their voice yes. by reading their articles. Like
0: it's like that is kid blah. Yes, and that one is the, that other kid. You know, mm-hmm. and like because you you can definitely pick up on their voice, and it's come a long way because the early ones, those first few years, it's like, great this this is the a place play, the playlist you want to listen to while you run, and then some article you plagiarize from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the current group this year was the best group for it, where each one of those articles were clearly written by those kids. My favorite
1: was the one that was written by the kid about how not to pet random dogs that you find during your <laughs> Well, run. not only was
0: the inspiration, so that kid, <laughs> just the sentence structure. Yes. It's how she speaks. Yep. And I'm reading it, and I'm like, it was, it was well written.
1: Yeah, she did a great job. It was a job. great topic, mm-hmm.
0: but at the same time, it was in her voice, and it was all those coaching things you want to give from a literary uh, point of view, like, spot on. Yep. Uh, even parents were, like, shaking their heads going...
1: That is so her. That is so her. We it's can like, hear her voice in our head as yes. we read this.
0: Like, they're just going... oh. Reminding, remembering when like she got bit by a dog, or some didn't know she was bit by a dog in uh cross country last year, Mm -hmm. but they're like, Oh, that's so that's so that kid. Yep. Um, and that kind of stuff just makes me swell with pride and the things that we've achieved in terms of just away from like moving your legs and running uh the things they put together the teamwork they do on that and i feel kind of bad cuz they didn't get to do as much um this year because of covid because we couldn't say oh we're going to organize group runs things we've talked about in the past really weren't an option this year and we wanted to have more meetings and th- if there was ever an executive board where this was going to happen it was this group yep so I, I mean i don't know what the future holds but um yeah that's wrapped up so like <laughs> a relief so that's a change in the schedule too. Uh, the last couple of weeks, I have not been great for working out for me. me especially this week because I had to get all that put together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So hopefully I can get back into it. But that kind of gets into the next point we have here is new workout routine for parents. We got the school routine. In your case, you got a new uh, work routine. Mm-hmm. I have an adjusted work routine and everything. And because the kids are going to school and you used to do drop off and pick up. Yeah. Now, I got to do drop-off and Mm pick-up and juggle that with everything I got to get done.
1: And kid number
0: four. And kid number four, because kid number four was supposed to go to preschool, but we changed schools, and the new school doesn't have preschool. So kid number four will be hanging out, which I've done this before, because you used to go to drop-off and pick-up and do reading mom with Mm -hmm. the older kids. And kid number three, when we first uh, moved away from the D.C. area back to Michigan, would hang out with me. Well, I would work and I'd go, you know, turn on Muppy Babies or something for him. And I'd go work in my office, and or he'd play with his Thomas the Train engines in the basement room outside of my office. I could hear him out there, like, do, 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 you know, whatever he was doing. <laughs> but I'd get engrossed in whatever I was writing or typing or analyzing. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, why is everything I'm typing nothing is showing up on my screen? Well, I've got I've got multiple computers in my office. And I have a switch to control them because I have one keyboard, one mouse, and one set of monitors. Well, he'd be switching the, the input buttons because they're <laughs> colorful and they're at eye level for him when he was little. They're big and round. Big and round. So all of a sudden, I'm typing on my keyboard and it's not showing up on my monitor because suddenly it's now going to a different computer. <laughs> yep. So I'll have more of that when I have kids around. could be so much oh, fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yay. I'll make it work. But it's getting also finding when am I going to work out. Right. Because when I try to treadmill and you're not there to distract her. And that's the other thing. I will be treadmilling because it's not like I can take her kayaking. You cannot. I cannot take her bike riding.
1: No, because we don't have one of those little baby carriage things.
0: No. Uh. So it, And I can't take her for a run. She's no. kind of getting too big for the jogging stroller. So I'll have to treadmill, but she likes to come... Talk to me, or she likes to put like toys on the belt. Yes. <laughs> <while I'm running laughs> to watch him go flying and hit the wall. And <laughs> it's like,
1: Thanks, kid.
0: Yeah, I can't wait till I step on him and I go flying into the wall.
1: Please don't do that.
0: Uh, so it's going to be, I won't be able to work out. Uh, I
1: mean, I, she still takes a nap. So I'm thinking you'll probably have to work out during nap time.
0: Probably. And I'll try, well, it depends on how productive I am in the morning. If I'm not, I'll be using nap time to. To catch up. I mean, I'm hoping that she'll nap more because her siblings aren't there. Yeah. But we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. It's just, it's new routine and part of the back to school thing.
1: Yeah. Mine is tricky because I have to get up very early to get ready for work.
0: Which and is already an adjustment for you. It,
1: it really is. I like to stay up late and then sleep in and that's not going to be happening anymore. <laughs> um but then I'm I'm going to get home around 6 o'clock or 6.30 every night. And I still want to be able to see my kids.
0: Then you're probably going to go to the you, ice rink some nights because um, by that time we'll probably be there.
1: Well, okay, so that means going to an ice rink and not, like, getting on the treadmill or getting on my bike. Also, I really don't want to have to get up at four o'clock in the morning to get on that treadmill and i'm definitely not getting up at four o'clock in the morning to get on my bike to pedal around the neighborhood for an hour (laughs) um
0: should i talk to the rink owners and see if we can put a treadmill in the back of the rink just for me back by the zamboni I i don't think
1: they'll do that for me
0: i don't think they will either
1: um but they'd probably laugh at that but then it's like well what what do i do at night do i try and carve out a time after we send them to bed to do it but do i actually want to like come home after working well, all day and then get on the treadmill and... and if
0: it's too late you're not gonna be able to sleep at night
1: no and that's a serious problem for me yes mm-hmm. so this is gonna take so some leads
0: get up at like 5 a.m to treadmill
1: i don't want to do that although i will say i did that two years ago i started doing this exercise challenge with a friend of mine and i was getting up at five o'clock in the morning and getting on the treadmill for an hour and i Honestly, I felt amazing for those two months where I was doing that consistently. It was great. and then I just got tired and I stopped doing it. Um, but I, I don't know well, it might...
0: on our on our agenda of um, podcast episodes we we scoped out a while ago. in the August September time frame, we had talked about doing another week in the life. We did one way back when Mm -hmm. i was what spring so we were going to do a late summer early fall week in the life i say i actually i think it was coming up next week so we might as well just push it off into september and get in the new routine and that'd be a great time to revisit this and go okay how how did we adapt yeah how did we fall into the routine how did it go and what is one week in the life go not a ideal week not a perfect week just a week A random week, we'll circle something on the calendar for late September. Mm -hmm. And what did we eat or not eat? How much did we sleep or not sleep? What workouts did we get in? When did we get them in, in terms of um, morning, midday, night, super late? And just run through life back at school. And hopefully, we can get that entire week completed before some sort of like corona out, you know, surge happens and the kids back home and it throws off the whole routine. Fingers
1: crossed that doesn't happen because that will be an epic nightmare for us this year.
0: Yes. But we'll make it work. That'll be an episode. Um, And then we know it next week. We should do our desserts episode.
1: (gasps) Desserts. Desserts. Yes. Let's do that
0: but I know what dessert we're probably not going to do.
1: Those popsicles you made today?
0: Yeah, the popsicles I made today. That Kid kid 4 was bugging me because we got popsicle molds. She
1: thinks they're amazing.
0: So I made (laughs) low-carb, just low-carb, low-calorie popsicles, and we went with avocado lime. They were supposed to be coconut, avocado, lime, but they
1: were green.
0: <laughs> well, yeah,
1: <laughs> like puke green,
0: though. like avocado green. It looked like a seventies no, refrigerator. You know
1: what? When you open an avocado, though, it's beautiful, and this have you not seen seventies decor? Do yeah, you I've know seen what it, avocado like green?
0: It. Yeah, and that's what the color of the popsicles were.
1: They were. Uh, no, everybody tried it, so that's the exciting. The lime came through. The lime was there, but then the avocado <laughs> also came through, and it was like, whoa. It was missing the this coconut. This is not quite
0: right. The recipe I had it was supposed to have coconut milk, and I didn't have any coconut milk, so mm-hmm. I used almond milk, unsweetened almond milk, which was just flavor neutral. really doesn't have even an almond flavor to it, and especially after it could not stand up to the lime juice and the avocado. By that point, there was really no almond The coconut flavor would have carried through.
1: That would have probably helped a little bit, but honestly, I just don't know about this one.
0: I ate all of mine.
1: I think you did that because you're stubborn. Well, it wasn't that bad. Yes,
0: it Uh, was. But I also like smoothies and everything and green smoothies, so it was was I had two
1: bites of it, and then I quit. Uh, Kid number... One, One, two, took and three. Like a lick, and she said, "No, this is gross." And kid number two, actually, he ate most of his, and he said, "I don't like this. This is yucky." Kid, kid three had a few sucks a, on it,
0: and had his horrible look on his the face. The little like,
1: face, the expression on his face was just so funny. I sat and I
0: laughed. It's like if we had told him he was getting M and M's. And instead it was Brussels sprouts or something, or it's like, <laughs> here, it's Halloween, open up this little wrapper, and it's going to be peanut butter cups, and instead it is Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Just like,
1: what are you doing like, to me? But it's a popsicle, why doesn't it taste good?
0: Kid 4 went to town on it.
1: She ate half of it, and then she put it down, and then she said, I would like to have another one. And I said, <laughs> well, you have to eat that one. And she said, no, that one's yucky. I want a new one. And I was like, the new one's going to taste exactly like that one. So no, you can so finish that So when I was deciding
0: one. what kind of popsicle to make, <laughs> you know, Kid 4 wanted me to make orange ones. And I'm like, I don't have Ooh. orange juice. And I I even had a recipe for cantaloupe, which looked kind of orange. Mm-hmm. And I, did, I don't have any cantaloupe. I wasn't going to run out to the store. So then I'm like, well, I'll do uh, chocolate, low carb chocolate fudge. I should have done that.
1: That would have been good.
0: Well, I had two kids tell me no. I don't like. Well, I like lime, and I like. I love key lime pie and everything. Wait a minute.
1: Which two kids told you not to make chocolate popsicles?
0: Uh, two and three.
1: They are grounded tomorrow.
0: <laughs> Which was surprising because two is the little chocolate Mm-hmm. And I keep finding from when we in the Lazy Susan where we keep all the uh, uh, chocolate chips and everything for when we make cookies. Those little Ziploc baggies are always open because he He's just goes naughty. over. Yeah, he just gets a handful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are like, no, 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 do the lime and kid four especially is like, I want, I want the green ones. Just do the green ones. Like, fine, we'll make the green ones. Clearly, they were all wrong.
1: They were not good. It's okay, you tried. You did tried. a great job. They looked like popsicles, so that was <laughs> exciting. <laughs>
0: Well, those will not be on the uh, dessert episode, but I did. Uh,
1: no, but I bet those chocolate popsicles will be.
0: When I was scoping out the idea for the episode, we'll do a Just Desserts episode, and I'm going to invite Kid 1 and Kid 2. This should be fun. Kid 3 and 4 is just asking for a circus in absolute chaos. We've done that. We did that on the <laughs> dinner episode. We'll ask the older two to come on. It'll mm-hmm. also be a great time for Kid 1 to talk about her training, because we said we were going to have her back at the end of the summer. Yep. They can talk about their first week at school,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that way we don't have to worry about uh, kid, uh, kid four getting upset, because she can hang out with kid three while we do it. Or actually, we can do it when they're in
1: bed. Yeah, the other two can
0: stay up, the up later. The older ones can stay up older. later. Yeah. So that'll be that. All right. Well, it looks like we have a lot of mystery, but we've talked about going back to school. Anything else you want to add about school before we move on to the Red Arrow Challenge? No. Right. I don't think so. Well, sweetie, to us, good luck. <laughs> yeah. I bet you were drinking next week.
1: I, I can pretty much guarantee it.
0: Before we go, we are going to give the kudos to the champions for the latest week of the Red Arrow Challenge. This week is going to be the week that began with August 17th. Mm-hmm. And so this was also the what coincided with the final week of the Summer Racing Club for my team that yep. is now on hiatus. Hi, yep. I miss my team. Anyway, (laughs) but the Red Arrow Challenge marches on, it continues on, it's going to go into the winter, so it'll be interesting to see how things develop as the temperatures cool off, as those of us in the northern hemisphere in colder climates, as it gets colder and we start closing up our pools, how much the swimming continues, especially with most of the public pools, and indoor pools, shut down at the moment across the country. So we'll see. I don't know. This could be interesting. We could see cross-country skiing go through the roof. We could. Uh, they're forecasting the kind of winner that would be a good cross-country skiing winner. I hope not. But running through the age groups. Swimming. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja was on top. 10 to 19, Lucky Dude. 20 to 29, Lexi with two X's. 30 to 39, Wildcat. 40 to 49, Jesse's Girl was our champ. 50 to 59, Johnny B. Good. 60 to 69, The Notorious Kilogram Ill. 70 to 79 was Grandpa Bob and Grandma May in a tie. And for our featured members, it was you. <gasps> Amazing. It was. <laughs> what was that meme we saw? Like, it was the uh, the one with the cat and the two women. It's like, you were the only one in your age group. I still came in first.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like that meme.
0: I didn't get in the pool.
1: I did, though, so I win.
0: You win. Congrats. Running. Nine and under, Yellow Ninja. 10 to 19, Allie. 20 to 29, Lexi. 30 to 39, The Logan. 40 to 49, A Palomino. 50 to 59, J Mar. And nobody older than that ran. But if in the featured member category, I beat you. <laughs> Shocking. It's kind of like swimming. You didn't go <laughs> I running. I <laughs>
1: did not run. I never run.
0: Don't say that. You have been running. Walking. Nine and under, Sea Bass. 10 to 19, Allie, 20 to 29, Smytha, 30 to 39, Mrs. Coach, 40 to 49, B Glenn, 50 to 59, Bill, 60 to 69 was a tie, Birdie and Wayne. And 70 to 79 was another tie. Graham 48 and No, no Don. And for featured members,
1: you. Yay, me! That's great. Okay, biking on road.
0: 9 and under, Seabass, 10 to 19. Allie. Allie had a big week. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. 30 to 39, Cyclopath. 40 to 49, B Glenn. 50 to 59, J. Marr. And nobody older than that. And you and I did not go running. After our big week. Biking. Big weekend biking. We didn't go biking at all. We did not. But, you know, Tuesday stuff came up and you weren't able to go with bike buchanan mm-hmm. i wanted to go uh biking with uh the Packeter and peddlers the local bike club but it was crazy hot it's been Thursday like night.
1: 98 degrees every single day this high week. humidity it lightning coming insane. down
0: try to get my dad to go he's like he didn't want to go and i'm like <clears> oh forget it i got work to do uh need to get out there with those guys and just go bike biking off-road 9 and under, nobody, but 10 to 19, Baby Sensei. 20 to 29 was a tie, Smytha and Super Mario. 30 to 39, no one. But 40 to 49, Cyclone, and nobody older than that. And like we said, you and I didn't go biking.
1: Stand up paddling, no. Sit down paddling.
0: 9 and under, nobody, but 10 to 19, Allie. 20 to 29, Gator Boy. 30 to 39 didn't go paddling, but 40 to 49, B Glenn, 50 to 59, A.R. Miller. 60 to 69, nobody, but 70 to 79 was a tie. Grandpa Bob and Grandma May.
1: Stand up paddling.
0: Not a whole lot of these, but 20 to 29, H. Keener 305, and 40 to 49 was a tie. Tim 906 and Sarah 906.
1: Cross country skiing.
0: It was the usuals, 40 to 49, El Tiburon 95, and 50 to 59, Big One 64. Skating. Also with us, not a whole lot going on, but 20 to 29, Gator Boy got out there and was skating. And 40 to 49, Great One. Hockey. I do love seeing hockey finally showing up. After months and months of like nothing because everything was shut down. It's great seeing people out there playing hockey. And based on the calorie counts coming in, uh, it looks like they're playing more than one game a week for some of these people sweet nine and under yellow ninja 10 to 19 soleil 20 to 29 lexi 30 to 39 rando 7 40 to 49 coach t and for the featured members me yay you points nine and under was yellow ninja 10 to 19 alley 20 to 29 lexi 30 to 39 wildcat 40 to 49, A Palomino. 50 to 59, Bill. 60 to 69, kilogram ill. 70 to 79 was a tie. Grandpa Bob and Grandma May. And out of our featured members, I beat you. Shocking. Yeah.
1: It's not hard.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully that will change. this week. This week, yeah. This current week, <laughs> you probably beat me because I have not had a good week at all in terms of working out and it's driving me nuts.
1: Neither have I, though, so. Well... We'll probably just cancel each other out.
0: <laughs> I need to, I, <laughs> yeah, I need to get on a treadmill. I'll feel better. Uh, I have been lucky on Sundays. Uh, I've got a regular pickup game. Friend has been renting out the ice, and we just all pay in. Mm-hmm. And then I keep getting lucky in terms of another friend. Like, will text me and go, "Hey, I've got the ice tomorrow. Do you want to go?" So it turns into like double header on Sundays.
1: Whatever. I miss it so
0: much, I'm happy to do it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Do it. I also like it when you go because then I get to watch chick flicks. Yeah. No comments.
0: Oh, this last Wednesday I got to go. At least some workout out too because, uh, what was it? Kid 3 had hockey. Mm-hmm. Then um, Kid 1 had her girls clinic, which that clinic just makes me uh, so smile so much seeing that many ladies out there having fun, working hard good yeah out there playing hockey but then we come off the ice i quickly get her out of skates there's no locker room so it's get her out of skates and her sneakers with all her pads on we go out to the parking lot i pull out some benches (laughs) and then she gets out of her pads and i get into my pads and she gets into her goalie pads we go back inside and we've had a uh, kind of a beginner adult game that i get to go be her plus one and the other goalie is always another kid there's some there's some guys from my league uh, who are there, so it's a kind of a mixed bag and it's kind of fun. And score on kid one, just a reminder that <laughs> dad knows what he's doing and what he's talking it's about. Hysterical. But not enough to like just completely crush her. Just like I got to get one in. And like this week, I made sure to score uh, two on the other goalie. Nothing excessive, just enough where we went home. It's like, well, she's like, you scored on me. I, like, I know, sweetie, but I scored more on the other goalie. She's like, yeah, you did. <laughs>
1: hilarious but
0: they're just kids so yeah it's fun
1: mm-hmm.
0: well with that though let's wrap this up because think like you mentioned you got work to do i got work to do uh mm-hmm. as much as i do enjoy these conversations with you oh uh, we got stuff to do i get get some sleep so i can go time runners yep it's gonna be my only opportunity to time runners this whole fall probably all right well As you're listening to this, if you haven't done so already, look for the Selfie Scavenger Hunt rules, rules and get going on that. Look for the Forget Me Not 5K. And of course, keep going with the Red Arrow Challenge. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Red Arrow Health and Wellness Podcast. But for now, it's been fun. Loads of fun. Bye. Bye.